Hello, and welcome to This is the Day Ministries podcast series. I'm your host, Dr. Courtney Alexander-Harris, and today's episode is entitled, Finding Contentment. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of This Is The Day Ministries podcast series with your host and pastor, Dr. Courtney Alexander-Harris. Today's episode is entitled Finding Contentment, and contentment is something that we all are not. Um, A lot of us are searching for things that ultimately will not bring us to where we think we want to be. Because the things that we are searching for, when we obtain them, have no value or their value is appreciated for a limited basis because of our flesh, um, our change in desire or goal or what have you. And I don't want to make the assumption that you aren't content, um, but I just for speaking from experience and living, I know that one thing that we share as Um, uh, being humans, all of us, is that we have to deal with our flesh. We have to deal with the things, again, as I just stated, the things that we want to do, the things that we like to do, the things we want to achieve, the things we want to acquire, all of those things we must contend with because we live, we live in our flesh. 1 John 1, or 1 John 2, 16 says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father, but is of the world. So the the world is simply um, after you never being satisfied or in the case or the title of this podcast, content. Flesh is, is... (laughs) It's something content to contend with, all right? First of all, your lust is something that you desire, crave, a longing, something that you probably shouldn't have, right? And the lust of the flesh are those things that, that make us feel good, right? And the lust of the eyes are those things that, man, we, we want to obtain. We want to, I need to have that. I got to get that. I'll do whatever it takes to get that. Well, that type of attitude really is counterproductive because when you get into saying that you will do anything to acquire something that has no ultimately no eternal value then you find yourself in a place that is dangerous because you are willing to do anything and anything means if it's against the law it's illegal it's immoral, it's unethical, it's going to damage me in the long run, it's going to damage my family, Um, it's going to damage my wife, it's going to damage my son, it's going to damage my children. These are the things that you, you, you aren't looking at because the lust level is so high that nothing else matters. So our, our, our scripture or our text for today really is 1 Timothy chapter 6, but just to hone it in, I just want to start at six, and our, our uh, this is just a precursor to our sermon on tomorrow. Um, Lord, spare our lives to see a new day. Um, but First Timothy six and six says, "But godliness with contentment 
is great gain. See, godliness is a reverence or a respect. It's a, a piety towards God. Okay, And then contentment is a perfect condition of life in which no aid or support is needed. Sufficiency of the necessities of life, or thirdly, is defined as a mind contended with its lot. Contentment. So having a reverence and a respect towards God our Father and knowing that that is what is sufficient um, for your life, the basic necessities of life, is great gain. So not having a million dollars in a bank, nothing wrong with that. But if, if that's your life's goal of pursuing that, you're not going to necessarily, I, I wouldn't say, you're going to be content. Why? Because you're going to be consumed with coming up with ways to reach that goal. And some of those ways may be ungodly. That's just a reality. But godliness with contentment is great gain. Again, being a Christian, a follower of Christ, one who recognizes that God created male and female, God created the heavens and the earth. He's the alpha and omega. Genesis to Revelation as a word, the word of God um, so articulately as best as it can tell us and inform us and encourage us and inspire us and, 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 and spank us or convict us and, and challenge us and mold us in so many ways to, to live this life that God has created us to live. Wow. We, we, we ought to want to live that way. But the challenge is we live. We are in a flesh body. Wow. Verse 7 says, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. See, when your mindset is, is, is fixed in a way towards truth, and truth, truth makes sense, whether you accept it or whether you understand it, does not take away from the value, the validity, the impact, the power of truth. It, do, it doesn't change that. It is when you come into that knowledge and you understand that, wow, this is how I was created to live. This is how I was created to, as men, um, respond to my wife, respond to my daughters and my sons, my overall family, how I'm to lead them, how I'm to nurture them, how I'm to educate them, how I'm to lead them spiritually. It's when you understand that you, you, you really get a perspective of the life that you're living, that God is allowing you to live. So finding contentment is really, it is not to you understand and um, appreciate <laughs> what God has done for you because God has done so much. It, 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 it's, it's so much to, to talk about how wonderful God is. It's so much to... to to appreciate about what God has done for us as his creation, how he's forgiven us, how he's given us chance to get this thing called life correct. You read the book of Judges and you see how the people of God strayed away when um, the, the leader that was set in place um, to lead God's people in the right way. When that leader went away, the, the people went away to whatever lust their mind led them to. And that's sort of the same thing happening 
even today. It's like we as people, we need help. We, we cannot live this life alone. We cannot um, just make all of the perfect uh, uh, decisions and, 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 and right choices and all that good stuff apart from God. We, we cannot. You know, we, we, some people's take on this, the scriptures, the word of God, the food that feeds our spirit. They look at the Bible as this old, outdated book. But what they don't realize is that it is so very nurturing and filling to read the word of God in our modern times because it is still applicable to our lives today. It is not some outdated text that you, you, you pop open once every good moon or you, you, um, you, you pull out of your, your drawer when you're at the hotel or you pull out of your back seat when you go to church or off your dashboard when it's time to go to church. You pull it out and then you throw it back and you don't touch it again. No, it's more powerful. It's much more powerful than that. And if you would take the time to really invest time, literally time into the word of God, you would see a traumatic a drastic change in your life because you're if you are authentic in your confession to wanting to live a life that pleases and honor God, then the word is going to make a change in your life. That is a guarantee. Matthew 4 and 4. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So it's, it's imperative. It's imperative. Well, we say, what's the, what, what did God say? What, 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 what's the words from God? Look at this text. Look at the text. We live life and we, we try to figure out, well, what is God saying? What is God doing? What does he want to do with his people? We are his people. If you're, if you're calling upon the name of the Lord to be your father, to be your, your leader, your hedge of protection, your everything, then it's, there's no secrets. Open up his word and see what God has already said because we serve a God who's consistent. He's, 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 the message that he gave his people in scriptures to serve him is the same message that he's given to us. It's to serve him and to be obedient to his word. We have to understand what passages in scripture were to a specific people. Absolutely. And the promises in those things. But if I could just, I don't want to minimize God's word at all. And please forgive me if, if you understand it that way. But that's not the way that I'm, I'm not trying to generalize God's word. But what I wanted to say in my statement is that generally speaking, God, the word of God is meant to instruct us and, and encourage us and to discipline us on how to move forward in a way that honors God, which is what he did with his people in these in those times. So with that understanding, you can't say that the, the word of God, the Holy Scripture, the, the Bible is an outdated text that has no impact on your life, no validity, no purpose in your life. You can't. You cannot. Finding contentment. Is God present in your life? Is God present in your marriage? Is God present in your your headship and leadership and fatherhood of your children? 
You want to be content? Find God in your life. <laughs> if you don't see God in how, you, how you're doing business, then you need to uh, adjust that business plan. <laughs> to God be the glory. For God, but godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world. And it is certain we can carry nothing out. That's, that's life. You know, as much as you want to acquire, much as you want to achieve, it's all going to stay. Whatever I uh, have had the blessing to acquire in this earth. If I saved up enough money to buy a, a old pickup, beat up, rusty pickup truck, when I pass away, when I take my last breath, that old rusty beat up pickup truck is going to be right where I left it, right where I parked it for whomever to take responsibility and become the new steward of it. So that should help you keep things in perspective. In, in no way am I saying that, you know what, if you are talented and you are, are an awesome business person and, or an awesome athlete or an awesome artist or an awesome uh, uh Con, uh, uh, construction worker or awesome gardener, whatever. Absolutely. Utilize your skills and talents. Absolutely do that. That's being a good steward. And by being a great steward, if those things um, yield you a wonderful harvest of income for you and your family, to God be the glory. We're not, we're not uh, 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 negatively speaking on having finances and wealth and, and having homes for your family. I'm not saying that at all, but I just want you to understand that there is a place. There is a, a, a priority of, of how you place things in your life. When you have things in their proper place with God at the helm, at the head of everything that you do, you have found contentment. Amen, and to God be the glory. Until next time, I've been Pastor Courtney. God bless you. This is the day.